0: Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The tech fee. The tech
1: fee. We baby well. Today we're taking a slight deviation off the path of the usual technology chat, but trust me, it's going to be worth it. This year marks the 20th anniversary of LEGO Star Wars, which, on a personal note, is my favourite LEGO brand. And joining me is LEGO Star Wars creative director Jens Fredriksen. Hello. Hello. Now, Jens, arguably you have the coolest job in the world, but tell me, what exactly does being the creative director of LEGO Star Wars involve?
0: Well, um, a lot of things. First of all, in my role, I'm I'm heading up the design team uh, that creates the uh, actual models that end up in the the store. Um, The design team consists of uh, nine model builders, and then there are uh, two graphic designers uh, that create the models.
1: So you oversee that whole team of designers working on Star Wars Lego. That sounds like a pretty big job. It is.
0: And yeah, so as mentioned, uh, I oversee the, uh, the, pro- the design process, but I'm also I'm, I'm really involved. I, unfortunately, I don't have time to uh, design my own models anymore, but I'm fortunate enough that uh, I had time to build uh, all of the designers' creations. I'm very much involved in, in the whole process, of course.
1: Now, I understand you've spent most of your career as a Lego designer, that is, before you became the creative director. So what does a typical day look like in that role? Are you just all playing with Lego?
0: Yes, we are, <laughs> more or less. No. Well, it, uh, yeah, it is a big part of it. And and I think uh, a lot of people get get surprised when, when I'm telling that uh, when we're creating the models, we uh, most of the designers, they're still working with physical bricks. Uh, we do have... Uh, opportunity to work or to design models digitally but uh, most of the designers prefer to do it with physical bricks so we basically in, in our design office we have behind us we have shelves uh, that hold how do you say more or less all different kinds of uh, Lego elements
1: So what is the very start of that process in deciding which Lego Star Wars set you'll create next?
0: Well uh, with a Star Wars, it's a little bit of a different process than in one of our, how do you say, homegrown or own uh, product lines because here we have a, a partner, uh, Lucasfilm, but well, we've been working with them now for 20 years and we have a very close uh, relationship uh, with them. So uh, the first thing that happens is that we are deciding what to do and that's something we're doing together with uh, the Lucasfilm especially when it's uh, times where there are new movies uh, or new content coming out. Uh, When it's years uh, without new content, then it's more uh, something we are deciding uh, what kind of models we want to bring out.
1: Now, Jens, because you've been working on Lego Star Wars for so long, I take it you are very passionate about Star Wars in general?
0: Yeah, I have to say uh, uh, Star Wars, it's always, since I was a kid, been a huge interest for me. I remember in 1977 when uh, the first movie came out uh, yeah, I was in first grade in school and uh, I was super excited about uh, about that and then later in 1998 when I started at Lego, actually one of the first things I saw when I entered uh, the design department at Lego was sketch models for uh, Lego Star Wars at that time uh, the contract between Lucasfilm and uh, Lego wasn't signed yet but it was in the works. Um, so I saw these models and I was just super excited about it. And then the first thing I did was to ask my boss uh, if I could work on the product line. And, well, six months later, I was, uh, I was working with it. And I've been doing that since then.
1: And now we're 20 years down the track. Over 700 Lego Star Wars sets have been released. And you've worked on all of them?
0: Well, you can say kind of, because as mentioned in the beginning... I was uh, I was working as designer uh, and also in uh, the first years when I was, uh, how do you say, uh, heading up the design process, I was still creating models, but now the team is, has grown so big so uh, I don't have time for, for, for designing. But yeah, I, I, I don't know how many of the models that are my design, but I, I would also say in general, the whole process about designing the models is very much a team effort. So it's also something in the team, we're helping out each other. Uh, so it's hard to say that one model is, as you say, is one person's design or creation. It's something we are doing in the, together in the team.
1: All right. Now this one might be a bit of a tricky question for you. Out of all of those Lego Star Wars sets ever released, do you have a personal favourite? Uh,
0: well, uh, this could be a long interview because if I should mention all my favourites, uh, <laughs> but I can mention a couple. Of them. I would say one of the models that I I, I really, really like is uh, the Death Star, or actually we've done two Death Stars now, and the thing I like about it is that uh, we know that it's it's a model that ends up on many kids' wish lists, and when they then get it, it, it's a complicated build, so it's very often a, can you say, a family uh, thing to build it, so it brings together the family, which I think is, and then afterwards... Well, there are 24 minifigures, basically all the scenes from the movies on the Death Star, so there are so many hours of uh, role play with the product afterwards. So so I have to say that the Death Star is really one of my favorites, but another model that's special to me is the first uh, UCS, or Ultimate Collector Series uh, Millennium Falcon, from I think was 2007. At that time, it was the biggest Lego model ever. Uh, I think 4,500 pieces or something and uh, that was my design and and, uh, well it it, uh, started out as just a a project for fun I just did it uh, created it in my spare time for fun and then it ended up as a as a product Uh, and internally it was a logistic nightmare because of the size we didn't have a packaging that was big enough and it was really how do you say a huge challenge for the whole company but it kind of set the standard for yeah, well, there have been a lot of sets after that uh, that has been at this, uh, this size. Uh, but that was, for me, a big challenge.
1: And that wouldn't be the biggest set still in existence anymore?
0: Well, I think uh, nowadays the, the biggest Lego set is uh, the new UCS, or Ultimate Collector Series Millennium Falcon. And it has, like, I can't remember how many pieces, it's like 7,500...
1: Seven and a half thousand bricks. That is a lot of Lego. Uh, also, there's been 1,000 Star Wars-specific characters made. Do you have a favourite one of those?
0: Ooh, that's a tough one as well. Well, the minifigures, as, as you mentioned, they uh, they are a huge part of, of uh, the Lego Star Wars sets, of course. And I, I think what they, what they bring to Lego Star Wars is also uh, the humour, something that I think is also unique to, to Lego Star Wars in general. Uh, but the fact that the minifigure as such looks a little bit funny. Uh, I have to say, my, one of my favorite characters is probably Darth Vader. I, kinda, I like the bad guys, and then the fact that, well, Darth Vader is a minifigure. is not super scary, but, uh, but he's, he's cool. And he's also one of the minifigures we have done the most times, by the way.
1: Now Jens, you're in Australia right now, even though we're speaking on the phone, you're up in Sydney, for the International Star Wars Day to host the world's biggest Lego Star Wars unboxing. What exactly is going on at that event?
0: Well, there will be a lot of things going on at that event. Uh, yeah, there will be the largest unboxing, as you mentioned. There will also be uh, competitions and uh, workshops uh, and a lot of other exciting things, And then one thing I think is particularly cool is also there's a lineup of all the millennium buttons that we've done over the years.
1: And what can you tell me about some of the sets that are being released for the 20th anniversary of Lego Star Wars?
0: Yeah, as you mentioned, we launched uh, five sets related to uh, the 20th anniversary. And uh, the thought behind it was we wanted to bring back some of the most popular uh, models from the beginning of Lego Star Wars. Um, and then, uh, well, we were looking at the models, how they were looking from the original design. Most of them are from 1999, year 2000, or something like that. And I have to say, if you look at them with our eyes today, they look a little bit, I could use the word kitsch, maybe they're not as as detailed as our models are today. So we decided we wanted to make a new, uh, fresh design of these models, but have you said bring in this nostalgia, uh, we added a special minifigure to each set. Um, and that is some of the most popular minifigures, also uh, exactly like they looked uh, the first time they came out.
1: That sounds pretty cool. Now, everyone is pretty excited about the rise of Skywalker coming into cinemas later this year. Jens, any hints on what that could mean for LEGO Star Wars?
0: Well, it's something I can't talk a lot about, but I can only say that. We are as excited as you are, and I was so lucky that I I was able to visit the movie set uh, in Pinewood Studios in England and also talking to the director, uh, to J.J. Abrams, about it. And it is a super exciting story, and I can only say it's, uh, of course, for us at LEGO, it's just yet another opportunity to bring in some really cool uh, LEGO Star Wars models.
1: And you can bet plenty of people are looking forward to it. (laughs)
0: will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au
1: Jens, it's been pretty exciting to talk Lego with you, especially Star Wars Lego. And I've got to say, may the 4th be with you for International Star Wars Day. Thanks again for the chat and enjoy the rest of your time in Australia. Thank you very
0: much.